Good evening, everyone online. So good to have you watching. We are ready for a great night, and I'm excited to be preaching the Word of God. And I'm believing that as we, as I minister tonight, as we preach online, I'm believing that God's going to do something. Are you ready for this? Amazing in your heart, amazing in your life. You know, I always get so excited sometimes about nights like this when the technology goes a little bit mayhem because I know that God's wanting to do something significant. I know that God's wanting to do something amazing. And sometimes the enemy just wants to shut it down. But I want to tell you tonight, we've gone back online, we're ready to go, and we're believing for an incredible night. You know, as I was preparing to preach today, uh, you know, I had some really, you know, beautiful thoughts stirring in my spirit. I was excited about what was actually going to take place tonight. And uh, this afternoon, Pastor Stuart spoke to me and he said this, he said, Josh, if it was the last message you could ever preach to a generation, what would you say? And it stirred me because I thought, you know, there's a lot of nice things that could say, but if I could say anything to the generation that I represent, which is the millennials, if I could say anything to this age demographic, what would I say if this was the last message that I ever preached? And uh, man, it gets you stirred when you begin to think about a question like that. You know, there's a whole lot of nice thoughts you think that would be good, but if, if I could say anything to them, what would I say? And so the title of tonight's message is this, Millennials, Please Listen Up. And if you're a millennial, I trust you really listen, open your heart, open your life up. And if you're not a millennial, then this is going to really, you're just going to go, preach it, Josh, preach it. That's so good. I love what you're actually preaching. It's fantastic. If you've got your Bible, it's good to have your Bible at home. It says this, uh, if you've got your Bible in Mark chapter 10, verse 17 is where we're going in the Gospels. Today is a Resurrection Sunday, which, uh, you know, out of any day in church life, it's the day where you've got to be the loudest you possibly can be, all right? So if you're sitting near someone or if you're at home alone, why don't you just let out a big woohoo? <laughs> We've got a studio full of people here giving me cheers loud as you're getting ready. And I love this passage because it's about Jesus when he was walking the earth and this gentleman came to him, a young man actually came to him in his, and met with Jesus and he had this amazing moment. And I want to speak to you out of this and then we're going to look at some things that if, if I could say anything to millennials today, what would I say? And it says this, the title of this is Jesus Counsels a Rich Young Ruler. And in verse 17, chapter 10, Mark chapter 10, verse 17, it says this. Now, as he was going on the road, one came running and knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but the one that is God. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Do not defraud. Honor your father and your mother. And he answered and said to him, Teacher, all these things I have kept from my youth. In other words, all these things that Jesus, you've said are in the Bible and are good for me to do. Since my youth, I've been obeying them. I've been keeping them. I, I've been following through. And then Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, One thing you lack, go your way, sell whatever you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven and come take up your cross and follow me. But he was sad at this word. And went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. What an amazing picture of a young man who comes across Jesus. And the Bible says that he comes before Jesus and he kneels down. And he says, begins to look at him and says, you know, good teacher. And they begin to have this conversation. And he asks Jesus, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What must I do to get to heaven? And, and Jesus begins to talk to him about all these things that, he, that you should do, you know, to follow the, the rules of the Bible. And so he says, yep, from my youth, I've actually done this and followed through. And I love this picture because Jesus looks at this young man and it says that he loved him. 
You know, and it's an amazing thought about Jesus how, you know, in the midst of it all, it's so powerful to know that Jesus loved people. And I believe that as Jesus died on the cross and that he rose again, he still loves people today. And he has this conversation with this young man. He says, you know what, if you really want to take this step forward, what, what you need to do is you need to take the treasures that you have and sell them and come follow me. You know, and as you read this particular passage, it can be one of those passages that, that you can read this and go, oh, that would have been so hard that, that this young man, he had to give up everything that he had. He had to, to give up all his treasures, all his possessions, and he had to come and follow Jesus. Oh, that would have been so hard, and that's such a big call to make. And, oh, that's so challenging. But you have to look at this from a different lens. You have to look at this from a different angle because you know, this is the cool pit. Ready? Jesus said, I want you to give all this away, and I want you to come and follow me. You see, what he, Jesus was asking him to give up was so small in comparison to the wonder and the beauty of actually following Jesus for his entire life. Because if you want to find the ultimate purpose for life, I want to tell you that it's so much more than having a great body or having great possessions. Or, or you know, it's, there's something that comes alive in your life when you begin to become a person who follows Jesus. And if I could speak to any, every millennial in Australia right now, I would say you've got to be all in for following Jesus. Jesus Christ, all in a hundred percent. And you know, when you begin to read the Bible, some of the things that the Bible says that we're going to struggle with as a generation is we're going to become lovers of pleasure. That's one of the things that it talks about us struggling with. And we're going to be people who are filled up with knowledge and opinions and all of these sort of things. But I believe God is looking for a generation who lays all that aside and says, you know what, it's not about my pleasure. It's not about what I want or what makes me feel good. But I'm going to be a young person who follows Jesus on that road. I'm going to be a young person who takes up my cross and says, God, no matter what, I'm all in. You see, God was looking for this young man's full allegiance. And I want to encourage you tonight, where is your full allegiance? Is it to follow Jesus? Is it to follow Him? Is it to lay your life down for this cause? You know, in church, so many times I've heard this scripture at times, and people have made this quote at times, that, you know, it's the same power that raised Christ from the dead lives on the inside of me. If you've been around church at some point, you've probably heard someone say that. Let me say it again. The same power that rose Jesus from the dead lives on the inside of me. And I begin to look up this passage, and it's in Romans. And, you know, often we use it, we talk about it when we're looking at from a, a mindset of overcoming or rising above. But when you begin to look into this whole passage in Romans, what it actually talks about is dying to yourself. It talks about laying your life down. It talks about surrendering all and saying, you know, God, the person that I used to be, I'm laying it down before you. And as you lay your life down, the same power that rose Jesus from the dead is going to resurrect you into a new life. That's what it's talking about. And I want to tell you, every young person today, the best life that we could have is to surrender, to lay our whole lives all in for Jesus Christ and say, hey, I'm going to follow him. And some people think, you know, I'm going to have to give up this and give up that. But I want to tell you that you, there's so much more to take in and up in God than you're going to actually have to give up. Because the life that he has for you is so big and so expansive and so amazing. You know, one of the things that I enjoy doing is I like going on hikes. Come on, all my adventure buddies out there, you know who you are. <laughs> I like going on hikes, and one of the things I like doing is taking photos and drone shots. And, uh, you know, I remember being uh, up on the near place called Port Douglas in far north Queensland, but up on the mountain range just near Port Douglas, and I remember going on this hike. 
and uh, I was by myself, and it was quite exciting, and I was kind of enthused because the track was a little bit unworn. You know, there were spider webs. There was things I had to climb. It felt like I was going to go to a really cool place, you know, somewhere where you'd want to go. And so I remember heading out on this track to go and find this particular location. And, uh, you know, we began to go down some valleys. And uh, one of the things that I was later re- began to realize is that this is cassowary country. Now, if you're watching this internationally, you may not know what a cassowary is. But a cassowary is a large dinosaur-like bird that has a raptor claw toe <laughs> and a horn on its head. I'm not joking. I'm not making this up. This is Australia. Come on, people. <laughs> and, and so I remember walking through this bush going, uh, there could be cassowaries in here. And one thing I know about cassowaries is they're a bit territorial. So if they've got babies, so I'm listening, I'm walking, I'm looking for the highest tree that I could climb. But you know, one thing that I've learned about navigating through the bush is that if ever you get lost, what you've got to do is you've got to look for higher ground. If ever you get lost in the jungle, what do you do? You go and look for higher ground. And so I began to go on this journey, and eventually it began to take me up a steep hill, a steep bank, until I began to see a view that overlooked the mountains, and I began to get a perspective of where I am and where I was going and work out, you know, Port Douglas is over there, this is over there. But, you know, what happens is when we decide to follow Jesus and we decide to listen what he, to He says, all of a sudden we begin to get a higher view of our lives. We begin to get a whole new perspective because we begin to see things for what they truly are. And, and you know, <laughs> I love Jesus because, you know, for most of us, when you were born, you know, you were born, you live on life, you can't remember before that, and one day you're hoping that you'll step into eternity and go to heaven. But the cool thing about Jesus is that Jesus came from heaven and to earth. And so sometimes we think in our lives that, you know, earth is like the major deal and heaven's kind of like the after thing. And so sometimes we picture like earth being really big and heaven being really small. But one thing that I get about Jesus is that he actually had a wholly different view on this. And he believed that heaven was big and that earth was actually small. That what we did for in the light of heaven mattered so much more than what we would do on the light of our tiny little lives. And so when you see Jesus, you all of a sudden, you see a man who's not afraid of death. You see a man who's not afraid of what people think of him. You see a man who's willing to push past you know, the opinions of others to, to reach people, to help people, to see a change in their life. A man who's not you know, thrown around by the, the, the coolness of others. He just pushes past all that because he's not living for the temporary, the right now. He's living for eternity. And, you know, just uh, today, I was, and uh, yesterday, you know, Friday night, I was looking at some pictures of Jesus on the cross. I think some of the best pictures that I've seen is The Passion of Christ. What an amazing movie and, you know, the hours of cinematography and makeup and, and script and all of those sort of things. And there's this one picture of Jesus and, and he's, you know, been through the whipping and he's carrying the cross and his cheek is like a, pushed up against the side of the cross. And, and, and he's holding the cross and he's looking out. It's an actor, but it gives you a picture. And you can see the strength in Jesus' eyes. You can see the determination in Jesus. You can see the focus in Jesus' eyes. And the Bible says that Jesus endured the cross for the joy that was set before him. 
In other words, Jesus wasn't living for right now. He was living for something so much bigger and so much greater on the other side. The Bible actually says that as we live our life, that heaven is actually a part of cheering us on. The grandstands of heaven are aware of what's actually happening on earth. And sometimes we can get our lives caught up and maybe you're here today and maybe you are so focused about your future as a millennial. I mean, you've got vision coming out your ears. When it comes to university, when it comes to your work, you are focused. You are alert. You are ready to go. But but when it comes to the idea of being all in for God, it's kind of like... Because, because the life that I'm living seems like everything. And then there might be other people and you're like, you've passed all of that. And you're like, as long as I look cool, have a cool house, has someone to spend my life with and eat good food, life is good. I'm just on the chill out. As long as I can game, as long as I've got Netflix, as long as I've got all my comforts, like just don't push me too hard, okay? Just don't stretch me too much. But for both those people, can I tell you today, that just as this young man met Jesus on the road. And he said, what must I do to have eternal life? And he was doing so many of the right things. And Jesus looked at him with love. And he said, you know, would you sell your treasures? In other words, would you give me your full allegiance? Would you really go all in for me? And you know, I know when we look back on the space of eternity, (laughs) we'll look back and we'll go, man, those cool clothes, that was so not a big deal. What that person thought of me, I thought it was everything. (laughs) And now, God before me, angels surrounding me, the saints near me. (laughs) So how are you going to live your life? all in for Jesus, all in following Him. And maybe you're here watching this and you're like, maybe you're a millennial and you're like, preach it, Josh, preach it. You're, I'm I'm loving this. (laughs) You're fired up. But you know, to live all in for Jesus is not just a once-off, it's an everyday. It's an everyday. It's an everyday laying that life down and saying, Jesus, I really want to follow you. Maybe you're here and I mean, you're half in. I mean, you go to church and, you know, you're kind of enjoying the whole, like, church not being able to meet because it means you get more time to be at home and have fun. But tonight, God is calling you. Tonight, God is speaking to you. The same Jesus who died on that cross with focus in his eyes is calling you to himself, saying, I've given everything for you. Would you be all in for me? Would you go all in for me? Would you today? Well, maybe you're here watching this and maybe this is a really new, maybe one of your work colleagues shared this on their page. And you're like, that guy in the red t-shirt live streaming is super fired up right now. Whoa. But our eternity is real. And as I started the message, Pastor Stuart challenged me. He said, if you could say anything to a generation, what would you say? And I love you too much. I care about you too much to just preach cool when God is calling you to be all in for him and live a life that's not just all about right here, right now, but all about eternity. And when you live in the light of eternity and you begin to understand who God truly is, 
The Bible says, taste and see that God is good. The Bible says that God's mercy endures forever. You know, the reason that Jesus, one of the reasons that Jesus went to the cross is to see every person, regardless of their past, set free and forgiven for all of their wrongdoing. That's the sort of God that we're talking about. And if you begin to give your life all in, the wonder of knowing Him is the most tremendous wonder you could ever experience. Greater than any high that you could ever know on this planet is knowing God. The Bible says that those who know God will be strong and do great exploits. The word know, Pastor Stuart talked about earlier this year, it is more than just knowing about God from a head point, but it's experiencing God in a fresh way. Having a fresh experience with God and God wants you to experience Him daily. The Bible, I believe, you know, tells us that God, that we can taste and see how truly good God is. And so when we surrender our life to Him, when we yield our life to Him, when we say, God, I'm all in for you, then you know what the greatest reward is? Knowing Him, being close to Him, following Jesus. And I want to tell you, if you're looking for something to brighten up your life, it's not drugs. Come on, it's not that next career choice. The greatest joy that you could ever find is Jesus. And knowing God and allowing Him, and as you begin to know Him, all of a sudden that passion and an overflow for life is going to flow out of you, and all of a sudden it's going to affect everything that you actually do. And so tonight, my word to you is, come on, are you all in for Jesus? Come on, are you all in? You know, I was praying this after, as I was praying this afternoon, I believe there was going to be a 14-year-old girl who was going to be watching this tonight, and God wants to speak to you, and He wants to say, there's hope for you tonight. There's hope for you tonight. Don't throw in the towel because there's hope for you tonight. There was someone else who was watching this and you're in immense financial pressure and the pressure for you, the situation is quite full on. But I want to tell you tonight as you lean all in for God, come on, that's a safe place to put your trust. That's a safe place to put your life. That's a safe place to be tonight. And so come on as a church, you know, we may not be able to meet in the physical building, but I'm believing that tonight's going to be a next level night for our church. I'm believing that tonight's going to be a breakthrough night for our community. As we meet in homes and in bathrooms and as offices and all sorts of places all over Cairns, because tonight as a church more than ever before, let's say, hey, I'm going going all in for Jesus. I'm holding nothing back. I'm giving everything that I have to follow Him on this road because His life is the best life for me because I'm living my life with a higher view, with the realization of eternity. So tonight we're going to pray. Come on, Freshwater Church. Here we are tonight, Sunday night, for the Young at Heart service. We're going to begin to pray. We're going to believe to begin to believe God. Are you ready tonight? Why don't you pray with me a prayer of surrender? Ha, <laughs> ha. God, tonight, I'm all in. Let's pray that together. God, tonight, I'm all in. I surrender everything that I have to follow you, Jesus, and the life that you have for me. I thank you that you're so good and that you died on that cross and that you rose again, that I might have life and life more abundantly. Whoa, everything that I feel is holding me back from you right now. I repent of it right now. Just repent. Just lay it down. Come on, everything, every weight, every bit of confusion, every bit of guilt. Come on, lay it down before Him. Let it go. Let it, just let it go today and repent of those. Turn from those things and turn to God. And God, I receive your forgiveness today. 
Oh, just pray, I receive it. Come on, just take it on board. It's fresh for you today. That forgiveness that comes from God, let it get around your heart and around your mind. Come on, just let that forgiveness of God come and sweep your heart and sweep your soul and sweep your thoughts. The love and the forgiveness of Christ in your life. Whoa, and come on this day, come on, let's be people who say, God, I'm all in for you. I'm on. Maybe you just need to say that out loud to God right now in your living room to just say, God, I'm all in. Come on, millennial. Come on, teenager. Come on, mom and dad. I'm all in for you. I'm all in for you, Jesus Christ, with everything that I have. Woo! Tonight is for every young adult, come on, shaking off fear of people. Come on, fear of people, fear of what people think, fear of the unknown, fear of trusting God. Come on, just let it go. Come on, why don't you just lay your career down before Him to say, God, with my whole life, I desire to serve you. With my whole future, I desire to honor you with everything that I've got. Come on, would you trust the Savior tonight? Would you trust the creator of the world? Come on, would you trust the lover of your soul who died on the, would you trust him tonight with all that you have? Come on, hasn't he earned your trust? Come on, hasn't he given his life to say, come on, you, you can trust me tonight. I'm a good friend. I'm a faithful God. I'm a good God tonight. Woo! Just let him minister to you right now. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Just peace flooding every home tonight on Easter Resurrection Sunday, that peace that comes from God. Come on, just let Him touch your heart tonight. Come on, there might be people kneeling in their kitchens tonight, just saying, God, I give you everything. God, I'm holding nothing back from you. Ah. Come on, there's a, there's a young lady watching this, and there's been a war going on of surrender. Will I surrender all? The, come on, just surrender to Him tonight. Come on, He's a good God. He's a good God. Woo. Come on, young man. Come on, young man. Come on. He's calling you. He's calling you tonight. Come on, right now through your technology, he's calling you closer and closer to himself. Oh, come on. His life is the best life that you could live. Come on, just say, God, I'm all in for you. I'm all in for you. Woo. I'm all in for you. Whoa, and let that life that flows from God, come on, let it touch you right now through the camera. Come on, that life that flows from heaven, come on, let it minister to you tonight. Let that fire that comes from God, let it get around your insides tonight to know that God is alive tonight. Come on, let Him encounter you to know Him afresh in your life and to minister and to move in you. Come on, there's some things that might need to die tonight. Let them die that you might be resurrected in the life that Jesus has for you. Oh, that's it. Come on, young adult. Come on, young adult. Just surrender tonight. Come on, young adult. Just say, God, I'm all in tonight. Come on, just push pause on everything that you're doing. Come on, push pause on every distraction. Come on, who cares? Just push pause on it right now. God is moving right now in your life. Come on, let Him touch you. Come on, let Him change you. Oh, come on, let Him move in your heart and in your life with His perfect love. Oh, that's it. Come on, there's an encounter for you right now. Whoa, I can feel the power of God flowing through this place. Come on, let Him do something. Oh, so wonderful in your heart and in your life. Come on, let Him free you tonight. Woo, that's it. Come on, let Him free your heart and free your life. Whoa, come on, all that insecurity, let it shake off tonight in the name of Jesus. Come on, let it break free tonight. Oh, and walk in that confidence and in that boldness tonight. Woo, what a wonderful night. What a wonderful night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. We love you tonight. You're so cool. You're so cool. Yeah.